This is MSCI Perspectives, your source for weekly research insights as investors respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Adam Bass, and today is July 9th, 2020. This week, a look at factor trends across equity and fixed income markets. Where did we see outperformance during the second quarter, and what did MSCI's models show as we moved into Q3? We caught up with Atendra Varsani, Executive Director on the core research team, from his home in suburban London. Okay, Hitendra, first off, thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Adam. Great to be here. So the UK, where you're located, has been on a slightly different track than the US in terms of quarantines and fighting against the virus, but we've all been on lockdown more or less for the last few months. Have you found any new ways to uh, pass the time? Sure. So I've actually taken up a hobby in cycling. And I found myself drawing parallels with my uh, cycling activities with financial markets. Uh, I've taken a measured approach to to both my long-term and short-term goals. I plan my journey. I avoid crowded or congested places. I set expectations. And then I use technology or tools that help me evaluate how well I'm doing um, in my current practice, against previous practices, and against general benchmarks. I have to say, your exercise regimen sounds much more, well, let's say regimented than mine is. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, But today, we're here to talk about the second quarter performance of the markets specifically. It was the first full quarter where the pandemic was everywhere, yet markets recovered sharply. Some, like in the U.S., set record levels. So today, while we're looking back through the quarter, we're going to do so through the lens of factors. Before we dive into that, can you just give us a brief definition of what we mean by factor investing? Sure. So factors by construction are designed to take targeted exposures to specific segments of the market with certain characteristics, such as quality stocks with high profitability and low leverage or value stocks where market prices are compared to some fundamental anchor. That MSCI, uh, we have a universe of factors, and these are largely based on an economic rationale, and there's academic evidence to support their existence. And within MSCI, we have research teams that are dedicated to also validating that empirical evidence and ensuring that these factors meet certain statistical uh, competence levels. Let's take a look. What did the second quarter look like from a factor's perspective? So if we take a step back and just look at the broad market, the Acqui index delivered a headline return of 19.4% over the second quarter. Developed markets outperformed emerging markets. Uh, USA outperformed Europe. And in terms of style factors, quality and momentum outperformed. However, What we did see is strong dispersion in regional and factor indexes, which indicates that certain countries and regions may be at different points in their cycle, and investors are taking a more uh, nuanced view. So let's take an example. In Asia, in Q1, uh, low size outperformed. In Q2, that trend transpired to USA and Europe, and low size outperformance is a typical indication of an early stage recovery. Where we've seen surprises, in fact, is more generally is in uh, equity momentum. That's a factor that uh, follows trends. Things that have worked continue to work and momentum will benefit. 
what we've experienced is unprecedented market volatility, significant drawdowns, followed by significant recoveries. Momentum has outperformed on the way down and also on the way up. And it's interesting that low size, as you say, as a harbinger of uh, recovery, would come in in the midst of what, for a lot of the world, was not so great economic news. How does that square? So at this point in time, uh, it's largely based on expectations. Many countries and regions are still uh, in lockdown phases or unwinding their lockdown. And it's not clear how quickly businesses will recover. There's been a significant amount of monetary stimulus. We now uh, have fiscal stimulus. And small cap stocks or, or, or lower capitalization stocks have underperformed for some time if we look over the last few years. And their valuations uh, had reached much lower levels than they had been in the past. And so when there is a recovery, they have been the most sensitive. And what about the other side of the equation? Which, which factors underperformed in this environment? So in the context of a, an almost 20% market rally in the MSCI Acqui Index, low volatility stocks have lagged the broad market. It's those high beta stocks that have performed well. And so low beta stocks have, have lagged uh, an early stage recovery. Uh, low volatility stocks typically do uh, underperform. I think what's somewhat surprising is values underperformance has generally continued. But having said that, there are pockets of outperformance. So if we look at Europe value, Europe has value has outperformed its parent by uh, 290 basis points in the second quarter. And does the outperformance in Europe tell us anything specific about what investors are are looking for from European firms or expecting? So during market recoveries, uh, perhaps investors are looking for value, but looking for value in in, in one of the cheapest regions in the globe. uh, And that has been Europe. Having said that, by the end of Q2, uh, markets have repriced. Uh, As you mentioned, uh, many markets are are close to at all-time highs. At the end of uh, 2019, the price to forward earnings of the MSCI Acqui Index was around 16. And during the peak of the crisis towards the end of March, the valuations were around 13, so much more uh, more depressed. However, by the end of June, the end of the second quarter, uh, they're at 19. Acqui is still 10% below its high, yet its valuation is much higher than it was at the beginning of the year. And that's largely due to earnings being revised downwards. Uh, Valuations across many markets, including Europe, are the highest they've been uh, since 2003. Did you see anything in the numbers for specific sectors that were outperforming over the quarter? So technology has continued its upward trend. And clearly, that's uh, a sector that's well positioned. Both quality and momentum factors have been uh, positively biased towards technology, and that's helped their outperformance while being underweight to financials. Financials have continued to underperform consumer discretionary stocks that are also exposed to growth and quality have been strong performers as expectations of discretionary spending may increase. So you could think of it as um, perhaps market prices are moving more on technicals uh, than fundamentals. And we've seen that in our factors as well where it's the liquidity factor, the volatility factor, 
um, the momentum factor that's had outsized returns, whereas the more fundamental factors like value uh, have seen some mixed results depending on the metrics that we look at. So you and I, for now, have been focused mainly on equities and equity markets, equity factors. And I think a lot of people probably associate factors more with equity markets. But what about the fixed income side of things? What did we see there? So fixed income factors in the second quarter uh, have behaved as they have during um, historical episodes. So, for example, the pro-cyclical factors like value, carry, low size uh, outperformed. And so it's very much seen things play by the book. Looking backwards is easy. And while we can't predict the future, I'm curious, what were the models showing as the quarter ended? Sure, Adam. So when we take a look at the adaptive indicators for factor performance, we see contraction in economic indicators. And so a mix of factors will be biased towards defensive factors. So overall, uh, there's a pro-cyclical bias towards the low size and value factors. From a valuation point of view, these two factors have been cheap for some time now, um, for the last few years. However, what's changed is momentum has has typically had a a bias towards the defensive factors, the low vol, momentum, quality. What we've seen recently is low volatility taken out, size come in, and hence create pro-cyclical bias uh, as at the end of June. Market sentiment has also turned. We've seen implied volatility come down, credit spreads tighten. Again, that's created a positive market sentiment indicator uh, and overall pointing again towards those pro-cyclical factors, low size and value. So it'll be interesting to see how this actually plays out over the next quarter. That's all for this week. Thanks to Hitendra and to all of you for joining us. We hope you'll join us next week when our guest will be Brett Winton, Director of Research at ARK Invest. We'll ask Brett about the implications of what he's termed the genomic age of medicine, what it has meant as scientists hunt for a COVID-19 vaccine, and why he identified genomics as a key driver for thematic investing even before the pandemic. If you have a moment, we hope you'll subscribe to the podcast so you can stay up to date on our latest episodes and insights. If there's a topic you'd like explored, or if you just want to let us know what you think about how we're doing, don't hesitate to leave a comment. For more from MSCI, check out our sister podcast, ESG Now, follow us on the MSCI LinkedIn page, and don't forget to bookmark www.msci.com coronavirus for all our crisis-related content. Until next week, I'm your host, Adam Bass, and this is MSCI Perspectives. Stay safe, everyone.